Immigration is a hot topic in our country right now, and there's a lot of issues around it. I mean, it's widely accepted. All the major political parties seem to be on board that we desperately need to bring in people if we're going to have any chance of trying to meet the current labor market demands and help deal with some of the major issues that our labor market shortages have created in this country. What leaps to mind? Healthcare, right? We've talked about that a million times on the air. Um, construction, trades, we're short 80,000 people in the construction industry in this country right now. But, and people rightly point out, and it, there's no, there's no getting around it, bringing in more people means more pressure on the very systems that we're trying to bring more people in to alleviate. It, it, it's tricky. It really, really is. Um, so that's why we need to get it right. Now, the government does target immigrants with specific skill sets that we desperately need. Makes sense, right? We've talked about that before, too. Let's, let's be a little strategic and say, hey, we need healthcare workers, for example. We need, we need tech, um, experts, you know, science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. We need STEM workers. Um, so, we're taking the strategic view of things in that sense, but there are still issues, especially once they arrive here, where it's not translating into the kind of success that it should or it could. So we're going to speak with Ting Ting Zhang, who is a junior policy analyst at the C.D. Howe Institute. Uh, Ting Ting, thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate your time. Oh, thank you for having me. Um, okay, so we've got this plan where we focus on skilled workers in areas where we need help, right? Makes sense. Everybody understands yeah. why we would do that. But <laughs> far too often, they don't end up working in those fields when they get here, right? Like very rarely does it actually happen that way. Yes, um, that's right. Um, like you, you talk about healthcare, right? Um, using the, the recent uh, 2021 census data, it shows that uh, only three in five internationally educated healthcare professionals are working in health-related occupations. Wow. And it's the same thing with, with STEM workers, right? I mean, people yeah. who have degrees in STEM work don't work in STEM work. Yes, and that is only like half of them will work in uh, STEM-related occupations. Okay, so what what's what's going wrong? Where where is it falling apart? Because we're we're uh, we're asking them to come here because this is the what we've identified as a need. They come here. Mm-hmm. What what's the barrier? Why doesn't it translate to okay? You're exactly what we need. Let's get to work. Well, unfortunately, there's so many obstacles that they face um, um, from like uh, healthcare and uh, STEM. They are highly regulated, so regulatory barriers. And then they are from foreign countries, so they have uh, language barriers, uh, cultural barriers, and and they, some of them, many of them actually don't have Canadian experience, which uh, like Canadian employers are looking for, and and their own uh, their own experience and uh, credentials from their own country not getting recognized here yeah. in Canada. And so yeah, so they do face quite a lot uh, barriers. Um- what can governments do to try? Are we seeing any governments recognizing that, okay, this is not, you know, translating into what we thought it would? Is there, mm-hmm. are, is there anybody working to get rid of some of those barriers? Oh, yes. Um, um, for example, Ontario, uh, what they did uh, in May, uh, they, uh, the Professional Engineers Ontario uh, redu- removed the Canadian work experience uh, requirement uh, for foreign uh, uh, engineers to get qualified in Ontario, which will really speed up uh, their uh, foreign credential recognition. Well, that's good. That's, that's, and, and other countries have done this too, right? Other countries have sat down and said, let's come up with a plan. Oh yeah, uh, like Australia, uh, for, so 
every country basically are in need of healthcare professionals. Yes. So like uh, what Australia is doing, which is really awesome, is they provide uh, different assessment pathways and they fast track admission of uh, health professionals from trusted countries like Canada. So if you're from Canada, from UK, from Ireland, if you get your medical examinations already, like credentials recognized already in your home country, then you can go through what they call like compete competent uh, authority pathway. So you do, do not need to do that again. All you need to do is the one-year uh, um, practice-ready assessment programs. Um, like basically, you uh, will be supervised under an experienced physician, like Australian physician, for one year. And then you go through the assessment process, and then you can ready to practice. Oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, are there other holes that newcomers fall into? I mean, it's not just as simple as saying, hey, we'll, we'll fast track your credentials. Here's your job. I mean, you're asking people to move uh, halfway around the world, completely new culture, new society. I mean, are, are we doing enough to build those pathways too? Because it's more than just the career, right? Yes. Uh, it's that, uh, um, Right, like besides career, they also need help with uh, employment services, like language learning, or yeah. like even um, bridging programs to help them to connect, uh, like to know about Canadian culture, to know about Canadian work, work, uh, workplace, and um, um, and also um, what the skills the employers are looking for. Actually, uh, government provide these um, programs, but then there's it's a lack of awareness. Yeah, nobody knows and about also, them, right? Right. Like only like about ten percent of economic principal applicants use this, like assess this um these programs. Um so there's always room to improve the access to these programs and raise awareness and encourage encourage them to participate. So, I mean, what's the solution? Because it sounds like a lot of the things that we need to do, we're doing, maybe not 100% effectively to this point, but um, there seems to be, it seems like communication almost, in terms of we've got some programs, people don't know about them, people aren't taking advantage of what, I mean, how do, what's the fix here, do you think? I think um, the federal government can can be more actively uh, to reach out to new uh, newcomers and educate them about these uh, services and programs that are available, especially at the point that they uh, they arrive Canada, like like at the border services, like only ten percent of uh, economic immigrants will notice about these programs. Like majority of them didn't know, hmm. like when they come to Canada, so. Um, this, that's right. It's a communication, um, like, um, um, issue, but yeah. we can do more, like, like actively reach out. Cause when they come, like, government know where they are and the officials, they, they need to, right, um, prov- um, assess the, their, uh, like, um, their application. So with that, then they can provide this information, tell them, you know, this, uh, employment services, uh, around the area you are living. And um, there's a learning um, communicate, communi- community connect, uh, connection programs. You can just send them the link and, uh, or even tell them if they, you're interviewing these yeah. immigrants. Yeah, it, it, it makes such good sense. Uh, Ting Ting, thank you so much for your time. I really do appreciate you being here today.